Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you today to our show. Today we're going to be doing part two of the Guts and Glory workshop we just held this past Thursday in our office. So I want to just kind of give a quick recap of the second part. I know I did... um, the first part, um, you know, last week. So I just want to kind of just tie that in together. Obviously, so much information. I'm not going to be able to cover every single thing, but I want to kind of hit on the highlights and the lowlights. I might even do a part three, so I'm just uh, see how much I can get through today. But, uh, of course, I always uh, appreciate you guys joining me every single Saturday to hear where true health and healing comes from. And, obviously, uh, I just appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, for those of you who just joining us for the first time, this is Living the Full Life. I am your host, Dr. Juan Fernandez, owner of Full Life Chiropractic in Troy. And I just get on radio every single weekend, and I talk about uh, different topics. And, you know, these these radios are, are then captured, and then they're kept on archives, so you can find this show, um, you know, on, on podcasts, uh, Spotify. You can find them uh, at different places. You can find them on the website for WHIO. But also, um, you know, you can find us in, in a few other places. You can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on, on the Internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. Uh, you can press option two if you want to talk to one of our team members. If not, you can text that number. Once again, 937-552-7364. And, you know, I get on radio and I, and I get on my rants, of course. I, I know I go through those every once in a while. And I, I just talk about different things that are going on with health. And, you know, I just run into, you know, patients, former patients, and people that are just in the community, and they're just like, man, like, uh, you just uh, are interested in, in, in just pointing out some things that are helpful for people when it comes to health. So we're just so appreciative. So I just get on radio every single weekend, and I just pay it forward. Um, you know, for me, uh, those of you who listen to the show every single week, you know the story. But for me, um, you know, it, th- this whole journey started when I was in chiropractic school, Back in 2014, and my mom called me in February of that year to tell me she had been diagnosed with breast cancer. And, of course, my world turned upside down. My mom, uh, single mom of three, back when I was a young man, and, you know, she did everything she could to make ends meet. She, you know, literally slaved two jobs to be able to put food on the table, roof over her head. So she's my hero, you know. So when she told me that, it devastated me because it's, it's very, um, very – um just humbling to see your hero in a defeated state, you know? So, but obviously it just, it also gave her an opportunity to have a comeback. So when I, when she told me that she starts crying immediately on the phone. And of course I start crying as I am a big mama's boy. So I asked my mom, what are you going to do? She says, son, I know what I'm not doing. I'm not doing chemo and radiation. And I'm like, wow, that is the only thing I know to do for ca- ca- cancer. I don't know what to do. Uh, you know, if you're not going to do the conventional treatment, which is what her doctors wanted her to do, I'm like, I-, I don't know what to do, but I know one thing. I know that um, your body is controlled by your brain. And if your brain and your body are communicating effectively, your body ought to function and heal effectively uh, to however many years that equates to being uh, if you're going to do the non-conventional treatment, I don't know how, what else I can do other than making sure that the master control center in your body is literally in full control of your body. So, mom, let's get your spine checked and get away uh, all the other ailments that could be, you know, uh, you know, holding you back from obviously healing uh, or whatever it is that happens from this. So we got her spine checked. And when we did, we saw her x-ray of her neck, side view of the neck. 
you should have a 45-degree angle, according to research, uh, medical and chiropractic research. And we saw that her curve or her angle in her neck was zero degrees out of 45, which is not normal. Then from front to back, we looked at her uh, you know, upper thoracic slash neck area. And between the shoulder blades, my mom had a bend in her spine from T1 through T7, a minor mild scoliosis that when I saw it, I was like, you know what? That can't be helping anything. Uh, there's no way that the nerves that come out of there, uh, obviously being compromised or strained, stressed, or compressed, there's no way that that could actually be a positive thing. So when I saw it, I'm like, you know, th that's not surprising. I was kind of perplexed as to why I was not surprised because I'm like, why is that not surprising to me? And it was because for years, I remember my mom struggling with upper back pain, neck pain, headaches, and, you know, and chronic sinus infections. And every single time she went to the doctor, she would always get the same exact answer, which was medication or a surgery. She would always try the medication. She didn't want to get surgery. She was like, I'm a single mom. I cannot afford to get surgery to be laid up for days. So I'm just going to take the drugs. And obviously the drugs worked in the fact that they were masking the symptoms over time those symptoms got worse she couldn't feel the difference and eventually equated to being that since some people it might be cancer some other people might be some other issue high blood pressure heart attack you know uh something else happens right so when i saw that you know i, I finally asked i'm like mom i've been telling you for years to do something different why are you uh, why are you approaching your health now this way you know I, i've been telling you to do it naturally preventative before now that you have a crisis of fire in your building you're deciding to do something different she says son simple i finally realized that i can die and i want to see my grandchildren grow up for those grandchildren she's referring to are my kids eden who's nine years old eve who's uh seven john luke who's four ellery who's 14 months old running around walking now right so m my mom chose to do something different to have a different outcome uh folks and it's unfortunate you know that many people think that they're trying a different, uh, you know, approach, but unfortunately they're doing the same exact thing that their parents or grandparents did. You know, this week alone, I have two patients, uh, very near and dear to, to our practice. They're amazing patients have been with us for, one of them has been there for us for years, with us for years. Another one has been there for about a year and a half, two years now. Uh, and they were both diagnosed with cancer. One with obviously, uh, colon, colorectal style cancer, another one with breast cancer. So that breaks my heart, right? And it's because it's, you know, obviously the lifestyles that, that were lived before them, you know, attempting this, you know, uh, preventative lifestyle, but it's still, nonetheless, it's just, there are people out there every day being diagnosed with different diseases that could be prevented, right? Could every single cancer be prevented? We don't know, right? Can every single heart attack be prevented? We don't know, right? But why find out that way? Why not try to prevent it, right? So our approach is just literally... Try to give your body the best ability to heal and prevent from major diseases or major chronic issues from happening. And even if you do get diagnosed with something like that, obviously the treatment plans that these people are going to choose is you know, up to them. But we know one thing, whatever treatment they have uh, is, is going to be probably detrimental to the, the rest of their body. So the rest of their body needs to stay healthy, right? So our approach is just literally helping people that want help naturally when it comes to, uh, to their health. Not necessarily just, you know, with cancer or anything like that. It's literally just equipping the rest of the body that's actually healthy to stay as healthy as possible. So whether it's cancer, whether it's heart attacks, whether it's, you know, a, a broken bone, whether it's just low back pain. So the body that's healthy can actually continue to be healthy as the medical model is actually fixing the things that obviously are outside of our scope. So this is what our approach, our mentality, 
and our thought processes. And this is why we educate so much. This is why we had the workshop this week, the Guts and Glory workshop, right? So, you know, last, you know, last week I talked about the, the first part, right? So I'm going to kind of dive in and start talking about the gut. Why, why are we talking about the gut? The gut is where everything starts, right? So unhealthy gut, unhealthy body. You have autoimmune diseases starting from there. You have constipation, diarrhea, bowel syndrome. You have some mood changes that happen. So I'm going to be diving into some of the information that I actually covered, um, you know, at the workshop that we had this, you know, past Thursday. So and once again, I want to just, you know, expound upon you that it is information Obviously, action and information together equals transformation, right? Application of that information equals transformation. If you don't apply the information we go over, it's just information, right? So if you want to be transformed, whether it's a little or a lot, it all comes down to how much of this information you apply. So, you know, I believe last week I talked about dysbiosis. Just to recap really quick again, dysbiosis is when the – um. The good versus bad bacteria in your gut are off balance. So the good bacteria is actually, you know, not high as it should be, and the bad bacteria is actually higher than it should be. So that is called a dysbiosis. And this is one of the things that I, I, I talked about, uh, you know, with, with the actual patients that came to the workshops and the guests, is that dysbiosis is caused by some things, right? So dysbiosis, something I might have not covered last week, but really, dysbiosis is caused by antacids, anti-inflammatory, um, anti-inflammatory, non-steroid anti-inflammatory dr- drugs, uh, and infected foods. Right. So you're like, well, what is that supposed to mean? So the whole idea is this: dysbiosis. You have good and bad bacteria. Whenever you have this dysbiosis, it can happen in the small or large intestine, right? So it is in the large intestine, it's called dysbiosis, and it doesn't really have a name other than, you know, dysbiosis. When it happens in the small intestine, it's known as small intestine bacterial overgrowth or SIBO or SIBO, however you want to pronounce it, right? So um, it, the antacid story goes like this, and this is the one that's most common, antacid slash NSAIDs, right? So non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. So the whole idea is that you take the antacid, for example, it prevents your stomach acid from, you know, there's pumps in your stomach from cells that create the hydrochloric acid that helps you digest food, more specifically helps you digest actual uh, protein, right? So, but the, the big deal is this, if you lower the acidity of your actual, um, of your actual stomach, what happens is that you do not then have a strong enough stomach acid to digest food properly. And one of the things that the actual stomach acid does is that it kills bad bacteria, bad microbes that are attached to your food, right? So we all just happen to eat food sometimes that is just not cooked all the way or even it is cooked all the way and it has, you know, some sort of bacteria, fungal, uh, yeast, etc. on it. And then that food goes into our body, right? So one of the parts of the processes is you're taking in this food is that your body not only is digesting it, but it's also kind of like sanitizing and cleansing that food through hydrochloric acid because it kills, um, you know, some of those, uh, many of those uh, microbes and, and bacteria that are coming into your body. This way you can, you know, you can kind of eat something that, you know, the five-second rule, something fell on the ground, you put it in your mouth. If it's less than five seconds, like there's bacteria 1,000% when it falls on the ground. But the longer you leave it on the ground, the more bacteria actually attached to the donut or the you know piece of meat or whatever it is that you're eating off the ground because you dropped it accidentally, right? So those bacteria come into your body. Well, what happens is that the hydrochloric acid has such an acidity that it kills those, and then it kind of sanitizes that food you ate. Great. 
So the problem is that when you take an antacid, you see where I'm going with this, you take the pH of the acid and you make it more alkaline. So it's not as you know acidic. It's not going to like melt through stuff. It's actually going to be more alkaline. And that then allows for some of these actual microbes and bacteria to kind of bypass the death that's due to them in the stomach. And they actually move on to the next part of your intestinal tract, which is your small intestine. Then you have bacteria in that area that is growing, which is not supposed to be. There's supposed to be bacteria in there, but not to the high amounts. So it overgrows, and that causes issues. A good sign that you have small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, or SIBO, or SIBO, SIBO, that's how I pronounce it, um, is that if you take a probiotic, it actually makes the digestive issues you have worse. So that's a dead giveaway. If you have SIBO, if you take a probiotic and it makes you worse, it's more likely because you have SIBO. So, folks, I have to take a quick break right now. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, The Answers and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can also find us on Instagram. Um, you know, also, Full Life Chiropractic is our handle. You can also call our office at 937 937- Five five two seven three six four. You can press option two if you want to talk to one of our team members or leave a voicemail, or if you want to text. Once again, that is also something you can do at that same number. Once again, that number is nine three seven five five two seven three six four. And you can text if you want to say, "Hey, I want to make a new patient appointment." You can text new patient whenever you make a new patient appointment from the radio show, or anytime that I you know go outside in the community and speak or meet people in the community. We discount that number from $130 for initial examination and x-rays down to just $52. So is that something you're interested in? Text new patient to that number. Once again, 937-552-7364. You can also find us on podcasts via iTunes, and you can find us on um, you know, a few other places as well. You know where to find us. Just type in Full Life Chiropractic or Living the Full Life and it'll come up on the search engine. So uh, coming back now, if you're just joining us, I'm doing a recap part two of the Gus and Glory workshop we just did in our practice uh, a couple days ago. So um, just diving into what I was talking about last week and kind of just, you know, expounding upon that. So the first topic I talked about in the first segment was dysbiosis. Once again, it's an imbalance of good versus bad bacteria. So when the good bacteria gets really low and the bad bacteria gets really high, then you have a dysbiosis. And I, I covered in the last segment how antacids are a really, really, um, you know, big culprit in creating a dysbiosis when it happens in your small intestine. Um, it, it, it's called SIBO, SIBO. So uh, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth happens because the antacids are actually taking away the acidity of your stomach acid, not allowing it to be as acidic as it needs to be to kill the actual bacteria that you just inevitably consume with your food when you actually eat food, right? So even if you're like sitting at a restaurant and the food is cooked thoroughly, it's got the correct temperature, According to all, you know, culinary arts, you know, uh, whatever. So you eat it, but as it was sitting there, there's obviously airborne bacteria, viruses floating around that actually happen to just land on your food, right? And you can't see them, so you you eat them, right? So then what happens is that those get to your gut and the, the acidity 
breaks it down. So, and I said on the previous segment that if you have SIBO or small, small intestine bacterial overgrowth, that uh, is often not helped, but it's actually made worse by the consumption of probiotics, right? And it's too kind of too long to go over uh, the pathophysiology, as we say in the uh, medical slash, you know, holistic model. But the, the, the way that it actually happens is just basically it's just too much bacteria in the small intestine and it just creates a ton of irritability in the small intestine. So if you have the following symptoms, more likely than not, you probably could be suffering from SIBO. So example, upset stomach after eating a meal. Uh, also, literally food sensitivities, digestive issues, and bloating are all directly related to small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, right? So those are directly related. Some of them that are not directly related are secondary symptomatology for SIBO are unintentional weight changes. So if you, like, gain weight very rapidly or lose weight very rapidly and you have, like, normal blood sugar, like, you know, if you're not diabetic or whatever, um, you know, that is also a small intestine bacterial overgrowth sign. Sleep problems as well, and I'll talk about a little bit more about you know that and how that happens uh, on the next segment, and also fatigue as well and skin problems because once again, if you have small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, um, that there's chances are that you also have probably leaky gut as well, which I'll be covering here shortly. So if you have leaky gut, now you have issues with your immune system or autoimmune system issues happening that can attack other parts of the body, uh, such as the skin creating skin issues. So number one thing that I see in my practice is that when people have skin issues, I always see 90 plus percent of the time an actual gut issue as well accompanied with it. So I got to take a quick break again, folks. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957-WHIO, Days is a Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you are created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you back to the second half of the show. Uh, for those of you who are just joining us, you just happen to jump in the car and finally turn on the radio or is on the radio station, thanks for joining us. Uh, today we're going to be discussing and diving into part two of the Guts and Glory workshop that we just had in our practice uh, this past week and just diving into some of the gut issues that a lot of people are having, uh, obviously, in America. But before I go into all that, I want to just remind you always that you can catch this entire show by replaying it on podcast via iTunes or Spotify. You can search Living the Full Life. Also, you can look for our office as well online by searching Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, we have a website, uh, AskDrJuan.com, A-S-K-D-R-J-U-A-N.com. Uh, also, you can call or text our office as well at 937-552-7364. And obviously, if you want to talk to somebody, you'll hit option two. It'll take you to that. You can talk to our team members or leave a voicemail. Or if you want to text, once again, 937-552-7364. Something I haven't talked about the entire show just yet is that we do have another dinner coming up. Once again, we do a dinner every single month 
12 dinners a year. We've been doing this for literally six years, uh, almost six years. We're, we're going to hit our birthday here in October. We're excited to be turning six as Full Life Chiropractic. So um, uh, every single month, we actually get together at Basil's and Troy. So our next dinner coming up is on September 12th at 6.30 p.m. at Basil's in the back room. And what, and what happens is super simple. I talk about where true health and healing comes from, how to achieve that naturally through lifestyle diet changes in chiropractic care, along with other things, more holistic approach, mindset, obviously exercise, detoxification, uh, urine slash blood testing for functional nutrition slash or, or organic acids testing. So we look at the whole body holistically. So that's what we talk about at that workshop, uh, at that dinner. And then basically, if it makes sense to you, you make an appointment. If not, that's okay. At least you come and heard um, you know, some new information about health and maybe if you need us in the future you can if not that's okay you got a free free plate of food and your belly's full so but at the end of the day our next dinner is happening on september 12th 6 30 p.m basils and troy so if you want to come to that you can text dinner to 937-552-7364 you can come by yourself you can come up with up to four of your friends so five of you total and if you're going to have a larger group than that please call us so we can accommodate accordingly so uh, you know, getting back to the topic of guts and glory. So we're talking about guts and glory. We're talking about um, the actual gut and how important it is, right? So last week I did part one, this part two, kind of just, you know, walking through some of the most common issues. And I might do radio shows on these specific issues, like an entire radio show, but just giving you the highlights. I just talked about dysbiosis and small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. So I'm going to dive into now leaky gut, right? So, um, you know, leaky gut is something that a lot of people throw around. Uh, the, the term has become such, um, you know, common vernacular when it comes to health issues, especially in the gut that people are like, oh, I have leaky gut. And, you know, when I ask patients just to understand what their understanding is of it, not to obviously be like, oh, tell me what leaky gut is, bro, to see how smart you are. It's, it's not from that standpoint. It's from the standpoint of like, let me see what you know and where your frame is as to what leaky gut is and isn't to you. And let me actually make sure that we have the same definition. And if your definition is correct, then great. I'll give you some extra information. If it's wrong, then I'll obviously give you the correct information so you can actually adjust your thinking and also adjust your, um, you know, your style of eating and lifestyle so you can actually heal your body, um, you know, rather than mask it with uh, medications and such. So leaky gut, a lot of people throw the word around. It's like, I think I have leaky gut. I'm not really sure. So what is leaky gut? Once again, I've done shows on this in the past. Uh, some of them like last year, year before, whatever. So leaky gut is basically um, essentially the intestinal tract has permeability. So permeability is simply, it's a fancy word for passability. So from one part to the other. So when you eat food, it's contained in, inside of your intestinal tract. So it goes from mouth, esophagus, stomach, small intestine, large intestine, rectum anus, and it goes out into the toilet, right? That's the, the whole system works, right? So that whole entire track is actually considered the outside of your body if you really think about it, right? It's an opening we have through our entire body. It has sphincters, right? But it's an opening we have through our entire our body that's actually technically exposed to the outside, right? Because if you take it, take stuff in your mouth, it's going to come out the other end. It's a hollow tube was obviously, you know, the stomach being a little bigger than just a hollow tube, right? So this actual contain tube, for lack of a, a better term, um, basically goes from mouth to anus and it's supposed to keep the stuff that your body does not need from your food, 
inside of that track and then is excreted as obviously excrement when you go to the bathroom, right? Or poop, right? So for, you know, better, fancier word. So what happens is that you take the food in, it gets digested, the waste does not get digested, and then you obviously go to the bathroom. So there are passabilities or permeability between the inside of the actual, um, you know, the, the actual digestive tract into the body, right? So that's permeability. So what happens is that there's little holes that are there, which are supposed to be there, um, that allow for the safe passage of good, nutritious, you know, nutrients, vitamins, macronutrients, micronutrients, etc. However, what happens is that as we live life and we on healthy foods and we're exposed to toxins and we're exposed to a ton of other issue uh, stuff, what happens is that that actual permeability is increased, meaning that there's slight larger holes or uh, tight junctions that are open, tight junctions. And once again, I've said this over and over, but some of you, this is the first time ever hearing the show, so I'm not going to just assume people know stuff. I'm going to tell you and educate you. So there's um, cells that are kind of basically shoulder to shoulder, for lack of a better term. Uh, so I just want to make sure it makes sense in your brain when I'm explaining it. Uh, that's what, like I'm a visual learner, so I'm also a visual explainer. <laughs> that's something that I, I kind of realized here in the last few years. I like to explain things that make sense visually so you can picture it, right? So picture you standing in a chain of people shoulder to shoulder, obviously violating, uh, of course, social distancing, which whatever, but nonetheless, right? <laughs> so um, literally shoulder to shoulder. And then uh, that's basically a tight junction because your shoulder's against the other person's shoulder, or arm, whatever. When that tight junction opens up, there's going to be space between your shoulder and the next person's shoulder or arm and all that, right? So that space there is a tight junction that's open or that is an increased permeability. So what happens is that if you were to drop a ball from the top, from like our heads, if we're standing shoulder to shoulder, and you drop drop a ball, it could go between our shoulders. You drop it directly between our shoulders, it can drop all the way down. If we were standing shoulder to shoulder, it would be a tight junction, and it wouldn't go through. So I want you to keep that in mind. So basically what happens is that whenever you consume actual uh, toxins, things that are not healthy, like glyphosate is one of those things that – it's been shown in studies. It's not just me saying this out of thin air. Literally, you can look it up. You can look up the research, and it'll come up. Glyphosate actually causes intestinal permeability. So then what happens, and by the way, that's a pesticide that's sprayed on stuff to keep it whatever. So basically, that increased permeability means that there's little holes. that There are holes in the, in the intestinal tract, don't get me wrong, that are there for you to be able to absorb the nutrients that are needed. But when those holes are, those tight junctions are open, now that opens the actual, uh, the inside of the body to the outside world, right? Because once again, that tube from mouth to anus is the outside world. So basically, it opens it to whatever you put in your mouth. So I just got done explaining that you can actually drop a donut or a piece of chicken on the ground. It can have bacteria or it can have toxins on it, right? And then... It doesn't go through the proper filtration system of the intestinal tract slash liver, everything else. It actually goes straight into your bloodstream because those holes are there. So harmful bacteria can get in there. Toxins get in, get in there. And that's what leaky gut is. The problem is this, and this is how leaky gut associates with actual autoimmune issues. The food particles that are falling through those holes actually go into your body, and the body is very susceptible uh, and is very ready to attack those things. So it says, you know what? 
I'm not going to even take my chance. I have no idea who you are, piece of steak. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just attack you with macrophages and all these different, you know, immune cells. And then basically it, it obliterates it, causes inflammation. Then it basically grabs a little piece of it and it says, okay, let's identify what this is. Let's find this little thing everywhere else it is in the body and we'll attack it too just in case it got a chance to spread, right? So the problem is that when it starts attacking other parts of the body, it could be very well attacking things that are part of you. So the body, now the immune system is not attacking the enemy, it's attacking itself auto, right? So it's attacking itself. That's where autoimmune issues come from. So example is, uh, one of the examples is that if you have um, thyroiditis or Hashimoto's, right, it's because your body is attacking the thyroid, right? So then this is where you go get an antibodies test to see if your body has created antibodies or, you know, uh, fighting markers essentially to be able to detect the thyroid and attack it because the body is essentially confused. And this all starts from leaky gut. That's just one small example. Rheumatoid arthritis. Um, it's another example because it starts attacking your joints. And there's a million of other examples as well that obviously have to do with leaky gut. So this is something that a lot of people don't know. And one of the main causes of leaky gut um, is, once again, consuming things that are not actually healthy for you such as, you know, excessive amounts of sugar. Gluten is one of the biggest insulters out there, right? Because it opens up the tight junctions, right? Uh, and then the problem is furthermore is that leaky gut then alters your gut microbiome and that leads to increased inflammation. And the problem is that increased inflammation then leads to diseases such as cancer, such as, you know, uh, high blood pressure, you know, diabetes, etc. So it exacerbates or make those conditions worse because of that increase in inflammation. So this is why leaky gut is a problem, and you have to fix it. How do you fix it? Um, there are different things you can do out there, but one of the biggest things you can do is actually consume things that are healthy for the gut, such as you know things that are high in you know, uh, supplements like glutamine, L-glutamine. Uh, there's a product out there. It's called Ion Biome. We sell it in our practice that actually closes the tight junctions. It allows you to close the tight junctions, therefore reducing that permeability that is happening. Um, you can also detox your body as well from all the stuff that did get in there. But um, bone broth, right, also very, very healing to the gut as well. We have another product called IgGI Shield that literally heals the gut lining. There is a mucosal layer that goes from mouth to anus inside of the actual intestinal tract, very sticky mucousy. Um, that is very, very important. So the good bacteria stick to it. And secondly, it actually helps heal and close those tight junctions up. So you then get rid of leaky gut, right? We're all probably going to have some form of leaky gut, but the, the only issue is how excessive is it in your body and how is that leading to other issues that are autoimmune related. So that is leaky gut, folks. I got to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957 WHIO, the Institute and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health, 
And how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at Ask Dr. Juan. You can find us by calling or texting our office at 937-552-7364. Can press option two if you want to talk to one of our team members. If not, you can simply text that number once again, 937-552-7364. If you want to come to the dinner, you can text dinner. Once again, our dinner is coming up on September 12th at 6.30 p.m., Basil's and Troy. We're going to be talking about how to achieve health naturally from within. Obviously, how, how we approach that in our office differently. We, we look into nutrition, blood work, urine. We look at organic acids. We look at functional nutrition. Uh, obviously, we do corrective chiropractic care to make sure the brain and the body are communicating effectively. So we do a lot of those different things in our office. It's a more holistic approach, more so than just getting adjusted, which is very, very important. Once again, that's the number one. That's our bread and butter, as some people would say, right? But um, I can adjust you until the cows come home, but if you keep eating junk food and you keep putting toxic drugs in your body and we don't address other areas, you're never going to be able to achieve maximum health, which is something that obviously is what people are longing for and want, especially as we're moving into obviously the the dreaded change in temperature, especially when it gets really cold out and our immune systems are going to be challenged more so than in the summer. So that is what we do in our office, what I'll be talking about at the dinner. So once again, September 12th, 6.30 p.m., Basils and Troy. So uh, coming back, just talking about Guts and Glory, the workshop we just had um, in our office. So one, one of the last things I want to touch on is irritable bowel syndrome. And, you know, a lot of people are aware of it. But one of the things that people are not aware of is that you can have irritable bowel syndrome constipation, irritable bowel syndrome diarrhea, IBSD or IBSC, or you can have IBSC and D. So both of them, like where you go back and forth, you can have constipation for a few days and then you have diarrhea for a few days. So basically all it is, is just literally the actual digestive tract is under the stress. There is probably a, you know, uh, uh, imbalance in the gut bacteria. There's imbalance in, uh, you know, the control of the, the actual intestinal tract. So, the the main symptoms you're going to notice are going to be abdominal distress, bloating, chronic diarrhea, or constipation. Um, you know, you you will have whenever you go to your doctor though, you'll have normal X-rays, you'll have normal colonoscopy, normal blood stool tests, everything will be normal, right? But the problem is that the quality of life is actually diminished because you have. Um, just you have to stay within a strict regimental diet. If not, your body will go into these bouts of irritable bowel syndrome. And the problem is that people that have irritable bowel syndrome, 50% of them actually have small intestinal bacterial overgrowths, which is literally happening because of the consumption of antacids, NSAIDs, and a few other things that are causing the small intestine to have an excessive amount of bacteria. So when that gets to the large intestine lower, it irritates the entire uh, colon, and then that happens to just literally either clog it up, cause constipation, or speed everything through and actually cause diarrhea. And then obviously, then clearly it would exacerbate any autoimmune issues you're having because you'll be in a you'll be in a pro-inflammatory response during that time. So. I want to give you, of course, I gave you a ton of problems and what these symptoms are. One of the things that we do in our practice, and this is something that we've been really diligent uh, after, especially after we started doing our testing, organic acid testing, which tells me whether or not you have an overgrowth of candida, overgrowth of bad bacteria, if you're actually absorbing your food correctly. That's like literally like very important. 
ton of patients that are like, Dr. Juan, I take all these supplements. I'm doing great. And then we'll do the blood and urine tests, and we'll see that they're actually not absorbing very much of it at all because our gut is actually a disaster. So what do you do to fix your gut? It's called the three R's gut healing protocol. Basically, it divides the actual healing of your gut into three phases. So the first thing that happens is that we remove. Remove, obviously, harmful critters that are taking over your gut. So we start killing the bad bacteria, right? So bad bacteria, yeast, parasites, etc. That's step one. Then we repair... Clearly, when you're killing the bad bacteria, just think of it as like a war zone. There's going to be collateral damage. Some of the actual, um, you know, lining of the gut is going to be insulted in a way. So the body will clearly need to, you know, repair. So we repair that by healing the epithelial cells that line the actual um, intestinal tract. Not only that, we also close the tight junctions and also increase that mucosal lining in the gut. This is critical so the there's a good balance of good and bad bacteria. The bad bacteria do not like a healthy gut. It's actually not favorable for them, so they stay at a low level. So after you repair, the last thing we do is re-inoculate. So then we introduce good bacteria, good probiotic bacteria that are actually healthy and friendly to our guts. Also good probiotic yeast that are actually healthy and, and really good for us. There's uh, yeast everybody thinks is negative. There's some good yeast out there that is actually good for our bodies that keeps the bad yeast in actual check. So very, very important for you to remove the bad bacteria, repair the damages, and re-inoculate uh, the, with good bacteria. So that is what we do in our office, folks. I am out of time. I'll probably do a part three next week. Maybe maybe I dive into one of these topics a little bit more in depth. But thank you so much for listening. You just listened to a recap of the Guts and Glory workshop we had in our practice. Uh, once again, you're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Dan Susan Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.